0: Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. All right, my friends, here we are already in part four of four for Becoming a Vision. I am so excited to share this one with you. As I went through in all of these Jolt episodes, I believe that we can become our vision by living our mission. And I've tried to really inspire you to consider about acting with intentionality through setting a one word, creating priorities in all areas of your full life, using a system. I recommend the Saver Life Planner to help you to kind of chunk these out and manifest them in cycles so that you can do them um in progress as you go. And also, you know, the beautiful part about that is being able to mark the successes along your journey and know that we are on a journey. You know, we are looking toward that destination of becoming this vision. For me, it's very faith-filled. I want to become the version of myself that is most glorifying to God. And if I am not mindfully doing that, it is so easy for me to cave to my lesser form. (laughs) And and I think I've been very vulnerable on this podcast and shared with you over the years of what that looks like. But I'm going to go ahead and become even more real with you today in hopes that I can inspire you to look at your own world and your own challenges and your own pieces to overcome. And so I'm going to focus in today on something that I've been up to, which is heavy in the personal quadrant. So if you follow my work, you've engaged in um, my workshops, you've listened to the series on going beyond balance, you have read either one of my books, you know that I am very much um, steeped in the idea that we can set our intentions Um, very carefully and act them out through all areas of our full life. And one of them is the personal quadrant. And we have others, we have our professional um, and our positional and our passions. I have focus areas in all of them. And I add faith to the center, as I have mentioned. In this particular year (laughs) where I'm supposed to become, I'm supposed to be bold, enthusiastic, committed, open, mindful, and emanating. God's been doing a big work in me, in my personal life. And uh, one of the areas that was very explicit was to overcome my sugar and alcohol. And I'll call them addictions for the purposes of letting you know that they have been, uh, the sugar specifically has been a lifelong battle. Um, In regard to alcohol, I had nipped that one very much. So in 2019, I didn't touch it at all. I was a Um, part of my sleigh goals, God had said no more. And it was like, okay, no problem. And then in 2020, I like gave myself permission to get back into it. And when the pandemic hit, it was like, um, you know, didn't have anywhere to go. And it was just uh, relaxing with a glass of wine, which turned into two glasses of wine, you know, maybe binge watching Grey's Anatomy with a lot of it, you know. Life just took a turn, and when I said um, I can reduce myself to my lesser forms, that comes in the play again of what my forever challenge will be as who I'm made as an Enneagram Seven, where my challenge will always be gluttony. And gluttony, my friends, for me manifests in so many different ways. Um, for sevens, it can be. Glutton for experiences, for the highs of joy, um, you know, for sunrises. I mean, hello, you follow me on social media. I'm a glutton for that. Okay. That's a good thing, right? The bad things are uh, sugar for me, um, for sure. I could sit, if you've ever worked with me, if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, yep, that's that's, that's it. She's always had chocolate. Um, and not just having it around me, but just like constantly consuming. I will go through an entire pack of gum as I sit and work. Um, I'm just, I I just have never had a healthy relationship with the amount of sugar I put in my body. It's really been, um, opening when I see people that are like, oh, you're going to, you know, they'll, they'll like, they have a reasonable amount of sugar in their life. And it's just weird to me. (laughs) So I don't know how else to emphasize that, but it's really a big deal. So I wanted to mention this because in my last episode, I shared with you how the power of having dates written down is something that to me is very powerful. So I had shared with you that my first 90 days was going to end March 29th. And so I had focused, I had different focus for the manifestations in that time. I knew in the back of my mind that I was to release my running streak and to overcome and to conquer my sugar and alcohol addictions. I knew that that was set in December. I struggled with it. I battled with especially releasing the streak. How was I going to do that? Um, What was that going to look like? And I wrestled I wrestled hard on that one. <laughs> um, and it ended up coming to um, a space of release. There's no other way to put it. When I knew that it was going to be coming, and I could have waited till the end of the year. I had people say, Why wouldn't you wait? You know, my husband said, Why wouldn't you wait until you hit the anniversary in July? And I could have, you know, in theory, it was part of my entire year goal. I could have chosen to put it elsewhere. But instead, I didn't. And I think that all things work out the way they're supposed to for a reason. So the end of my first 90 day manifestation was March 29th. And it just so happens that that was the day I signed up to work with my coach. Um, And it's really beautiful. I've had Diana Schottfeld on the podcast before she was in the sister series. And it just worked out so serendipitously because she had been on her own growth journey. And she'd been on a journey um, since, I believe, June of 2020. She had had, she shared on the podcast, she had had twins and a toddler and um, 11-year-old. And when the pandemic hit, things went kind of nuts for her like it did for all of us. and so, But she decided in June of 2020 that she'd had enough and she was going to take hold of her life. And she did that through a program that she now coaches for. She became certified. Here's what's beautiful. When I was manifesting my plans, she was manifesting hers. And because we're best friends, she was sharing with me, you know, I'm going to, I think I'm going to do this. It's kind of crazy, but I'm very passionate about it. And so I said, well, uh, turns out that I need to be able to do some things for myself. And it's so funny because it literally happened within a two week span where I, she's told me she was doing it. She got herself certified and she opened it up for new clients. And I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I had already planned to release my running streak on my 40th birthday. Have that be the last day that I was running, but I legit had no idea what I was going to replace it with. And honestly, I loathe working out in any other way. I love running. I've done it for, I did it for seven and a half years. I think my my running streak ended up being 2,450 days. Now I'm on a movement streak since then. I've worked out every single day since then, but my running ceased on 2450. I've run since, but just not every day consecutively. So you understand, I'm not afraid to move my body. But I knew and, and I felt this God was calling me to better. And I just I just didn't know what to do next. So I wanted to share with you the intense, powerful connection that this ended up being. So March 29th was the end of my first 90 day cycle, start of a new one on March 30th, technically, right? Well, I started in the new client program with my coach, Diana Schopfeld with the faster way to fat loss. Now here's the deal for me. This really has nothing to do with body composition, it had everything to do with faithfully following what God wanted me to do for my goals. I was supposed to release running and I was supposed to focus on strength, which is so funny because I forgot about that second part until now. And I was supposed to conquer the sugar addiction. So here I am. I think I'm eight weeks into the program. Um, Yeah, that would make sense because I'm nearly done with this next 90-day cycle and I have done it. I mean, friends, I cannot tell you how powerful this program has been for me, how on time this program was for me and how beautiful it has been because I wouldn't have joined any other program. I'm like, I don't, I see people in these things all the time. And I'm like, great for them. I've got my own thing until it was my best friend doing this. And I wanted to support her. I said, I'll be one of your first clients. And I was, I was the first one to sign up. I'm so excited. It happened to be that this is exactly what I needed when I needed it. So this program is so perfect because for an enneagram 7 it holds me accountable. It gives me some consistency and there's variation in there and with working with a coach, I have I don't like the word accountability, but I have a measurement of investment and I'm consistently hitting the goals um partially because I love to and I become a little bit perfectionist. That's a 7 goes to a 1 in stress, but also I just tend to like to achieve. And so anyway, this program, the new client program is six weeks long. And in that six weeks, I have to tell you that I was able to engage with the principles in there and get rid of both the tether that alcohol had on me and sugar. I couldn't believe it. And then there's so much more. I was able to introduce weight and strength training and interval training, high intensity training into my, my workout routines. And the bigger thing, this is crazy, active recovery, because as you know, I've been a runner every single day for all these years. I've never been good at that. But now over the course of time, I've allowed my body to actively recover, which means sometimes my run is an active recovery, but then sometimes I'm doing yoga and, uh, ISO stretching and, um, It is allowing my body to do what it needs to do and actually recover. And so what I wanted to share with you, my results, like I'm not going to go into super huge detail, but in six weeks, I was able to say that I became pre COVID healthy in six weeks. And now for me, that meant a pretty significant weight loss. It meant a handle on my habits. It meant Uh, confidence that I had lost in my ability to conquer those things. So what it does, this program, I just want to share it with you for a moment. If you'd, if you'd oblige me, it trains, it teaches you about, um, whole food nutrition. So there's no gluten or dairy. And uh, of course you keep track of, um, your intake on certain things, but the main focus is your macros. So you do carb cycling. You focus not on calories, and it's not about restriction, which I love because, I mean, as a woman growing up in these United States, all I've ever known is reduce calories, reduce fat. No, it doesn't work. So it actually focuses on protein, fat, and carb intake. And then they have a system that teaches you how to cycle those appropriately, A, And B, it also is crazy to me because I'm eating more than I literally have ever eaten in my life and doing it consistently. My husband and I are talking about that. I'm like, okay, well, we're paying more money in groceries, but I've lost weight doing that. And I've toned doing that, which is crazy to me. And I've, and the bigger thing is I've also trained my habits and my taste buds to not crave that extra sugar. Like, The concrete example I would give is I drink black coffee now, which I've been drinking coffee since I was nine years old. And I've always liked a little bit of coffee with my creamer (laughs) and that has totally shifted. It's just the craziest thing. So there's that, um, the, I mentioned the carb cycling and the whole food nutrition, and then they also emphasize intermittent fasting, which I went ahead and I did some independent research on this because I know that it could potentially get a bad rep, um, a, because it looks like you're restricting, but B, because it just seemed I'd heard of it before, but I don't want to buy into a program. That's like just pushing something. Um, and they're very, um, passionate about these three pillars, but I just want to know more. So I had found a study out of Johns Hopkins, which talked about intermittent fasting and exactly the way they want us to implement it and the power in it and why it's so effective. And it also shared some really great research about how um, intermittent fasting actually isn't this big, crazy thing that we think it is. Our lifestyles have adjusted. So when growing up, like in the eighties, we used to intermittent fast all the time because you'd stop eating after supper and you wouldn't eat till the next day um, because you were outside and you were doing and moving and not sitting around watching netflix so anyway it's just interesting to me um but but yeah so those are the three pillars they also emphasize and this is huge i love it that um sleep is also super critical and it's actually one of the more critical things than anything else So, they actually tell you if you haven't had enough sleep then you need to skip the workout because it's more important for your body overall so I am um I'm just grateful that this system came into my life that Diana's goals and her manifestations and visions aligned right with mine when they did I cannot believe the timing of it and I am a super fan so um you know glad to be able to honestly and shamelessly promote it to you because I have found it's not just that it's successful it's body positive it's a community And I believe um, that my friend Diana has found a calling in this. So I'm going to link her. Site, she is actually taking new clients and she's taking them through June 7th. So, if you're hearing this episode, you've got a little bit of time to research it. If you want to reach out to me and ask me about my own personal experiences, I'd be so happy to share them with you. And if you wanted more information, um, you'll find it in the link. She's not going to run another program again until I think July. So, if you want to get in on it, I highly recommend it, friends. I don't know what else to say except that I'm not. Um, trying to push a diet on you. Uh, I just want to share with you how transforming this particular program was to help me conquer that sugar addiction, um, the alcohol addiction, and then also to vary my um, body movements so that it's maximizing um, this vessel that God gave me. (laughs) And I, I feel just really passionate about it. And also I, you know, it totally ties to what I was talking about and here's the thing: when it comes to this, become to me that piece is about it's about enthusiasm and commitment and openness. It's the E, C, and the O for me, um, and mindful because I am more careful with the fuel that I give my body. I want to be my best version. I want to have the energy that my children deserve and that you deserve as the community that I serve, and then anything else that I do. Right? But this uh, whole idea about um, committed that is something that i know i need to to do as a person as a 7 you know i struggle with commitment well god wants me to be committed so this is a perfect example um open you know being open to releasing those things that i love i mean you know running was really hard and i had to open myself and honestly it was a lot harder to release that than it ever was to get out there and run every day but After now being on the other side of these things and having this program to help me fill the gap, I would never go back. I'm so grateful that this 90 day manifestation led me to this transformation. And I can't wait. You know, I can only imagine what's coming next, right? So um, thanks for hanging with me on this jolt on this series. I pray that these four short episodes Provided you some um, inspiration, some motivation, and some tactical strategies to take what I've given you from my own personal examples and to apply them into your own life. In this particular case, for me, it's a matter of focusing on your personal development and whatever it is that you personally need to be able to continue to do all that God's asking you to do. So thanks so much for hanging with me. If you ever have a question about any of the resources I've shared, just send me a direct message, pop me an email, check me on any of the social media platforms. I'd love to speak it through. And honestly, if you are at the point where you might be even looking for some coaching, I'm going to be opening up another batch of my firm foundation's leadership coaching community in June. And so you can stay tuned for that. If you want somebody to work alongside you and help you to set these goals and to help you um, chunk them and to measure your investment, I would be really happy to do that. So you can go ahead and stay tuned for when I open those up. And in the meantime, I'm always here to just bounce ideas back and forth. And I pray that this message served you because I really hope that by me living my mission with excellence and intention can help you live your mission to ultimately become your vision. Blessings, friends. Hey you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, listener, checking out this Jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another, show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.